0: Welcome everyone to our NCAA social series. I'm Andy Katz. This is episode 33. Well, the NBA draft was moved a number of different times and it will be on November 18th. So this month and Eve Pons from the University of Tennessee, a senior, could have been a part of this, declared for the NBA draft, decided to go back to the University of Tennessee. So we're going to discuss that thought process with Eve and Derek Coles, the assistant director of development at the NCAA. And Eves, uh, I want to start with you. The thought process, even in the middle of a pandemic, what was it to decide to declare and then withdraw from the NBA draft?
1: Um, so a lot of things. Um, it was a kind of crazy times. Um, the season uh, finished early. And um, for me, uh, going to the draft process, that was a, a kind of a normal, um, normal way. <laughs> and uh, so I declare for the draft process and then um, – I had to go through a different process because we didn't have any type of uh, workouts at this time, and uh, so they're repressive with the interviews. And um, it was a good experience. It was a good experience, but because of the uncertainty of the pandemic, I had to resume my name and uh, and come back for the for my senior year.
0: So this is a new uh, way of doing things uh, with players and the NCA and the NBA and everyone working in concert, and that is. You can seek counsel, you can have an agent that is certified through the NCAA. We might've seen more of this had this been more of a traditional off season and preparing for the draft, which normally means a combine in May, workouts in May, withdrawal in late May, and then a decision obviously in June with the NBA draft. All that got pushed into this fall. So Derek, to educate everyone, Let's go back first about the new process of what a student athlete can do in terms of seeking out a certified agent. First, what they can do. And secondly, what the agent has to do to get through the process.
2: Awesome. Well, I'll start back basically in 2018. The Commission on College Basketball um, reported that they wanted NCAA certified agents to be a part of this process. They wanted NCAA um, agents. Um, needed early professional professional advice um, to determine whether it was the best interest to declare for the NBA draft or return to school. And so that's when um, the NCAA agent certification uh, was created. Um, With that process, um, it allows student athletes the opportunity to still retain the eligibility, but go through the process of getting feedback and advice from an agent as they maneuver through the test of water space to get opportunities to get in front of the NBA teams get a chance to get to uh, work out with teams as well as the NBA combine. If need be, they get the advice and evaluation from the undergraduate advisory committee um, with the feedback provided to make a decision to determine if they wanna stay in a draft
0: or come back to school. So if I'm an agent and I wanna go through the the certification process, what must I do? Great question.
2: Um, Here are some of the qualifications. The agent has to be certified with the NBPA certification uh, process for a minimum of three consecutive years, uh, needing to maintain professional liability insurance, uh, complete the NCAA uh, qualification exam and pay the required fees. Um, Those are the criteria to be uh, eligible to be a certified agent with the NCAA.
0: So Yves, and for these purposes, it doesn't matter who you chose. Uh, So, we don't need to get into actually the name because that's irrelevant to this. I just want to know about the process. Um, How much did it help you to have a certified agent, that third party, to navigate, especially this season, in terms of even setting up Zoom calls, uh, who to talk to, of trying to get some feedback um, from the NC, excuse me, the NBA's undergraduate uh, advisory committee? Um, those kinds of things. How much did it help to have an NCAA certified agent to help you?
1: You have a lot because they were in direct relationship uh, with the NBA teams. And uh, they helped me a lot to set up the NBA meeting, uh, the Zoom meeting, and to give me uh, direct information from from the NBA team. So it really helped a a, a lot to have them.
0: How much did that representative – Uh, work with your college coach uh, to have sort of everyone, at least on the same page. And I know you couldn't do face-to-face, but at least that communication. So there was an agent representing you, um, maybe your family or any guardian or whoever else that you trust with also Rick Barnes and the staff at Tennessee.
1: So on my side, I think we did a good job uh, putting everybody on the loop, uh, the compliance part, the coaches and the agent. Uh, we really have the high communication uh, between all of them. Uh, so everybody uh, knew what was going on. Everybody was on the same page. Um, so it makes it way easier.
0: So, Derek, I'd like to get from your perspective, because you know you've uh, you know, worked in Florida State and, and, and knowing a lot of other college coaches the way they think. What's it been like in terms of being receptive to sort of pull back the curtain? Because we know there's been in the past where you know, student athletes have used agents, um, but now it can be out in the there's sunlight on it. We can know who's being used uh, and it's all out there for everyone to see. How much has that helped the college coach to be able to do this sort of, you know, outside of the shadows and you know what you're dealing with here. Here's the agent represents the player. What do you need? Let's talk it through. And so everyone can sort of be on the same page.
2: Yeah, great, great question, Andy. I think this year, um, looking at myself, it's kind of the liaison between um, the agents and the membership. Um, I think with this process, which was created through the membership, and so coaches, you know, compliance administrators, ADs, um, have the opportunity to create this um, program. And so their voices are part of this. And I think having the requirements to take a test, uh, understand some of the legislation to keep our student athletes eligible um, if they decide to come back to school and realize that they went through a process with the NCAA. I think it it makes big time waves when it comes to having um, the relationships with the agent, with the the coach as well. Uh, I think also, too, with the directory being out there and coaches, compliance, student athletes can look at that directory and see all the information they need about that agent is right there on the NCAA website. I think it gives um, coaches less stress, knowing that the information is there, that they went through a process, and they can easily reach out to that coach, and the coach can easily reach out to that uh, agent on behalf of the student athlete just to talk about this process. So I think this year has been a success, um, just with the coaches talking to them about this process and having that open uh, dialogue. And transparency throughout this um, pan- throughout the pandemic, with the test of water process, has been um, a truly success. So I think it's we're still pushing, we're still making waves, but this year has been a success so far.
0: Yeah, Yves, I can tell you in the past, um, you know, there were countless times where a student athlete, uh, you know, maybe he wanted, this has changed. Where there were one points where a team could fly you in for workout. Prior to that, you couldn't, you know, and if you had an agent, maybe you weren't supposed to, and who was paying for it? Uh, was it getting reimbursed? There was a lot of paperwork and a lot of confusion. And I know you couldn't physically go to different places versus if you didn't have that person and either you had to do it on your own or you had to figure out, okay, what are the rules here? What can I do? What can I accept? What I, you know, all those kinds of things, if they'd been thrown at you without this person who'd been certified, what do you think that would have been like?
1: Uh, no. That be, would be, uh, be tough without um, a person that uh, know the rules. So having this type of person is very uh, is really helpful because uh, when you trust, it, uh, we trust them, uh, they will give you a good feedback and they will do what's best uh, for you. And uh, they will help you to make a decision. Uh, and maybe that will be way harder to make this type of decision, good decision if they were not here.
0: Uh, Derek, you know, obviously not every agent is on board yet. Um, But a lot of this is more for players like Eves, players who aren't sure if they're lottery picks, if they're first-round picks, that have to navigate this decision themselves and with their staff. Um, So from your vantage point, uh, that pool of players, uh, what have you heard back in terms of how much this is helping them in that decision process versus those those that, um, you know, this is probably irrelevant for them because they're already gone or they already know that they're somewhere in that top 15, top 20?
2: Yeah, uh, obviously the agents who are part of our process take a very special agent uh, because of the fact you're knowing that these student athletes have the possibility of coming back to school. And so uh, it takes an agent who really wants to help the student athlete um, maneuver through this space. Um, these student athletes in this particular positions are in a tough situation. They're trying to make a decision that can impact um, their future. And so having um, our agents be a part of this process to help them. I, I truly appreciate them and the, work, the hard work that they, they do uh, each and every day during this process. And for the student athletes, it's, it's a big decision because you're not the one that's on everyone's list. You're not a, a lottery pick. And so you can be on the cusp of being um, a second round guy or undrafted free agent and making that decision um, to go to the NBA for a little money or come back to school. And so I think um, it's, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback, especially within the membership, I'm talking to compliance directors throughout the last several months about the process and how they're seeing their student athlete um, go through the process, but also having a chance to talk to student athletes like Mr. Pons and, and hearing from their stories of how appreciative they are that go through this process and having one of our NCAA certified agents who understand the NCAA rules, but also to giving them the right information um, to help them make a decision uh, to come back to school, which is a, a benefit to them. So I think it's been um, great information, great feedback uh, from all parties, coaches, um, our certified agents, um, student-athletes, as well as our compliance um, administrators.
0: Eve, what was your feedback? So
2: I had um, different feedback, uh, great feedback
1: um, about the teams um, telling me why uh, what I didn't work on, on my different skills, uh, what they liked about me, what they – uh, want me to, to see um, what I need to to show them what I, I'm able to do uh, on the court. And um, so, yeah, I think they had great feedback uh, overall. And I think they were really happy with uh, what I told them, uh, my stories and uh, who I am as a person.
0: And what did you learn about this process that you could pass on to, you know, underclassmen that are going to go through this, in the next couple of years. And we know this year, again, maybe a little bit off calendar, uh, but ultimately it'll get reset to more of a traditional calendar. So what would you, and how would you advise those that are going to come behind you?
1: Um, It's a great process. Um, I think uh, for people who have the same uh, goals as me, uh, going to the NBA, uh, I think it's a great uh, process uh, to experience and um, to know um, where you are at right now, and what the what they need to show to the NBA guys, and uh, to increase your your NBA stocks.
0: And what about in terms of the process of using an agent that is certified? Um, in terms of you know, we saw this year not everyone did it. Uh, what was the advantage of doing that?
1: Uh, well, because um, for guys in my situation, uh, you know, they have the choice to come back to the you know, to the university for one more year. Uh, it's important to have uh, those um, agents. So they're gonna help you to make the right decision and uh, they will try to make the decision that's in best interest for you. And um, and they give you they give you more ropes, uh, different opportunities, different choices uh, that you can choose.
0: Derek, what did you hear from the NBA in terms of, uh, and I know, and I gotta keep saying, this was not a normal situation, but still, what did you hear from the NBA in terms of uh, knowing that they could trust these agents because these agents had to obviously have these student athletes' best interests at heart because they could certainly return to these respective universities. So what did the NBA tell you?
2: Uh, Really, we work more with the NBPA, the Players Association um, because the agents are governed by them. Um, So that's kind of where communication lies within the NBPA and they've been very supportive, um, giving us feedback, helping us through this process um, advertising and marketing our, our, our process to, uh, these agents. And so they've definitely been, uh, very supportive, giving feedback, um, letting us know that agents are reaching out to them, um, about questions and they're, you know, they filter those individuals to us and just getting that you know, point of picking their brain about you know, how should we continue to make this process better. Um, but so far, you know, they, they enjoy, What they've seen so far from the student-athletes who took full advantage of this opportunity and decided to come back to school Um, and also to the agents who told us who were part of our process also shared with the MBPA uh, how this process uh, was a success and they've truly enjoyed uh, helping these student-athletes out because that's that's the thing that we're trying to change the narrative that many of our agents really do care about our student-athletes and really want to help them provide the right information um, to help them make the this decision to, to come back to school or go back or go to stay in, in an NBA draft. So I think um, we had some great rapport with the NBPA. But also if we talk about the NBA, I think the NBA has worked a lot with our staff totally about just understanding, um, understanding the evaluation um, that the student athletes receive, understanding the statistics of the chances of them if they are projected to be a first round, the statistics on that, Um, the the chances of you getting drafted in the second round and how long you stay in in the NBA. And so these are some of the stats we utilize to provide to our student athletes to help them, to give them more information to make the right decision that fits them and their family the best. So um, the whole goal is to continue to provide as much information we can. uh, So these student athletes can have it all on on the table to to weigh out their pros and cons and feel 100% confident whatever decision they make.
0: So I think that's a great point, Derek. I'm pick that up to you, Eves. You know, so often uh, student-athletes want to hear what they want to hear, not what maybe they should hear. I'm just curious, how was that information disseminated to you to, you know, give you, a, you know, the reality, the, the reality check of, okay, this is really where you would have gone if you'd stayed in the draft?
1: Um, I think my agent did a good job uh, telling me the truth and uh, be honest with me. Uh, because again, they want the best interest for me, uh, so they were telling me the truth um, uh, what they really think about where I will fall in the draft um, if I will go undrafted. Or um, so, so yeah, they really give me um, a good information, a good big uh, pictures of uh, where I will go uh, if I stay in the draft. And um, because of the picture, I didn't, uh, we didn't really like it. Um, there is no way for me, no point for me to waste a,
0: another year in Tennessee. So. And the last thing here is that, you know, and I want you both to comment on this, that clearly the coach has to be involved here. You know, we've had so often where it's been an adversarial relationship. It's almost like the coach versus the agent, you know, who's going to get the player. And I, I'm curious first from you, Eves. Um, you know, how much your staff was involved in this, you know, were, were there Zooms where everyone was together? Was it information agent to coach to you, or how was that communicated so that the coaching staff at least knew what was out there in terms of info and what you knew at the same time?
1: Yeah. So the beauty of, of my process is that everybody was on the same boat. Um, the communication the communication was great. Uh, so coaches were talking to my agent. Agent was talking to me. Uh, coaches were talking to me too. Uh, everybody has the same information. So that was uh, we had a, a clear picture. Um, everybody was saying the same thing.
0: Um, everybody was honest with me, so I had a clear picture of, of what I was going to do. And Derek, that relationship, uh, as I mentioned, uh, it's been combative at, at times and and coaches have seen agents as threats. How much do you hope this will, I don't know if I'd say eliminate it, but certainly tamp that down and have much more of a working relationship together so that they can work for the betterment of the student athlete, which ultimately, would benefit the coach in his program if everyone's happy in how he was treated.
2: Right, um, I can't explain it better than that. I think that's the, that's the whole goal of this is seeing what uh, what happened at Tennessee and so many other schools um, went through the same process and did it the same way. I think that's just showing that this can, we can all work in the same space. If we all are here for the betterment of the student athlete we can all can work together. And I think it's a prime example of you've seen at Tennessee and what the great job, you know, the coaching staff, the compliance staff um, and the student athlete have done. Um, we created best practices at the beginning of um, January to provide to our student athletes and our coaching staffs and our agents, as well as the compliance office about how we can handle this process. And I think um, with these best practices, it helps allow that seamless uh, transparency amongst all the parties. And, I think after year one, whatever um, setbacks or uh, of, of hurdles that coaches feel that's out there, I think seeing year one and seeing success of so many of our schools and coaches through this process would you know, change their, their perspective of agents, but also change their perspective on this process and understanding that um, they can go through this test of waters process, get the information they need and come back a better player. I think, with you know, Mr. Pons has stated he got the feedback from the NBA, got the feedback from the agents, the coaches got the same information. That's there goes the transparency piece. And now he can come back, work on some of the weaknesses, or maximize his strengths uh, and become a better player. And the whole goal is whatever his evaluation was this past year. Um, it increases to a point that he can uh, exceed what, any expectations that the NBA may have for him, or even at the college level. And hopefully, this time next year, he's getting his name called as a top lottery pick. And so that's the whole uh, purpose of the test of water process. It's the purpose why we have the NCAA certified agent program, and so allow these student athletes to get that opportunity, get the feedback, to come back to school and maximize all the opportunities. So whatever the evaluation was last year, it's much better this year uh, moving forward.
0: Great explainer, Derek. And I should point out that, you know, there were plenty of players that chose to do it on their own and didn't choose an agent uh, before they decided to withdraw and return to school. So obviously that option is out there. But if you do decide to go down this path, path like Epon's, choosing an agent who has been certified by the NCAA, it just makes everything work smoother. And I also want to reinforce that we're talking about a certain pool of players who are not locks. And I don't mean to, you know, there's no offense to you because you're going to get there. But, you know, aren't players that are definitely in that top 15 projected. So they have that chance to come back and potentially, uh, obviously, play at their respective university or move up that draft board and be better prepared to compete in the NBA. Eve Pons, love having you back in college basketball, get ready for the season here at the University of Tennessee. Volunteers certainly expect to be one of the best teams in the country, not just in the SEC. Derek Holes from the NCAA, tremendous explaining of everything. And I think we're gonna see more and more student athletes go down this path as they see the success of it this past season and in the seasons to come. This was episode 33 of our NCAA social series. Stay safe, everyone. We'll talk again next week.